This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of Seeking Profit. My name is Emil, and I am joined by Andrew today, as always. And Andrew, I need to ask you, where did you get your bookcase from? Uh, that uh, that was um, Wayfair. I think we searched uh, like industrial bookcase or something like that, and it was maybe the most basic. Do you know why I'm asking you? Because <laughs> you have two. So you, you've like, I thought one was good, but you got two basics. I have two. So for the people who are in podcast land who can't see us, go to YouTube and you'll you'll see what we're talking about. But Andrew and I, I think, have the same exact bookcases behind us, like just basic tech dudes who buy stuff on Wayfair. <laughs> Opposite ends of the country. You know, it transcends New York and California culture. That's right. That's right. I want to I wanna ask you something, actually. Uh, I tweeted this morning about mm. if you have a site earning $30,000 a month, would you sell it or hold it? And you very predictably said, hold. And <laughs> I, w- I want you to just like chime in and like give, give me more on that. Yeah. So I think uh, in simple investing terms, um, cash flow is more valuable. If you were to pay for Apple and their earnings, you're going to pay 24 times earnings. You know, even a content site, you'll pay three times annual earnings for the income because income is just more valuable than cash on hand, like an asset that earns. And so I think a really short term look on is like, I need to make a buck, so I'm going to sell it and I'm going to turn a buck, but uh, you're going to build long-term wealth by owning income producing assets. You know, I thought your answer would change because like you've had sites like go up, earn a ton and then like reverse because Google is mean and Google giveth and Google <laughs> taketh away, man. And it's like, there's no guarantees in this game. So I'm shocked. I thought you would be like, you know what? Having gone through the ups and downs, like at some point I'm going to take some chips off the table. None are, none are dead. And those are valuable learning lessons. I've never learned anything when I was doing well. I have to like lose some stuff, fail, get injured, <laughs> then that, then I'll learn something. <laughs> That's true. You do, you do learn more when you get like slapped in the face, but um, I think that actually is going to lend itself well for a conversation today because you're going to be talking about this. Like, it's it's a strategy for what you can do when a site you know is either plateauing or has gone down. Some things you've tried, which is updating old content and the results you've seen from it. So, take it away, my man. Yeah, so I uh, put this together uh, for a webinar that I did, and I really liked it. Uh, so I wanted to share it again. So well, there's like slides that'll pop in and out, but um, I wanted to start uh, the experiment with my first site, Listen Money Matters. Um, I hold it near and dear to my heart. It's in the personal finance space. It's super competitive, but I think the reason why it's a compelling example is because I've completely ignored the site for two, almost three years. So it's like very competitive niche, like literally abandoned. 
why did you why did you abandon it um because i became disillusioned so if you look at the graph it was like this rapid growth uh at the peak the business was doing over $60,000 a month i pretty much felt like i owned the internet we were growing like just really really quickly uh and then google rolled out eat i mean i was like playing video games during the day i was like barely even working anymore it was too much <laughs> Uh, and then Google rolled out Eat and just like flattened us. I mean, we still had a lot of traffic, um, but a lot of our really monetized traffic disappeared. And uh, I learned that uh, Google giveth and, and they taketh away. It was a hard lesson. Was that the first time you had seen a Yeah, I guess because you were at that time just working on Listen Money Matters. So like that was your, your main bread and butter. And so that was like the first time you got hit, right? Yeah, and um, I'd seen other people get hit by updates, but I knew that I would never get hit by updates because we didn't buy links, we didn't focus on building them, our content was amazing, like we were spending untold amount of money creating this thing, we put so much love into it, um, but that doesn't necessarily matter. Uh, and so that was, that was like a come to Jesus moment for me, and I'm not even yeah, religious. Everyone thinks their site is like this perfect special thing. They're doing it the right way. And then one update, you're just on the wrong side of it. You didn't necessarily do anything wrong, but like things change and you're like, oh man, this is like, you, you got to just be prepared for it. It's going to happen. Yeah. And, and look, like we, we licked our wounds and you could see like we kind of started coming back. There was a good inflection there. Uh, we did like an audit and we started like removing content and updating things and just like, you know, why should you trust us pushing for reviews for the podcast? Uh, but then like halfway through, it just really sat with me that Google kind of just like ripped the business out. And so I was kind of like, um, I need to build a business where Google can't just like take it away from me. And so we started building Lasso. And, and then you could see like the next kind of drop off. That's where uh, I went. I was really just focusing on Lasso. We kind of just like stopped. Like the, the whole team of Listen Away Matters just moved to Lasso. Right. So eat rollout, you drop off, you guys start making some changes. Looks like you were coming back and then you're like, oh, we're back up again. Let's just cruise. And then this was the second drop. Yeah. And, and look, uh, revenue was not even anywhere near what it was. It was like, you know, 60 and then maybe we were pushing like 30. Um, and so... It just, it, it didn't even feel good at 30 because it was half of what we were doing a few months ago. That's what it looked like. And I needed to pick an article that uh, actually still ranked in Google after like 2.5 years of ignoring Listen My Matter. So it took me a little bit, um, but I found our best Vanguard Funds article. Um, and it was number eight in the SERPs. Um, it's a pretty high volume. Uh, you know, 20k traffic potential. Difficulty is 47, and uh, the competition is stiff in there. Um, Clippinger, can I, can US I ask money, you real quick, Forbes. Andrew, how did you decide on this article in particular to like do this experiment with? I wanted to find something that Google at least liked okay. and ranked reasonably, um, but has like literally been not touched for years. Okay. So it was that good, or I don't know, that it ranked, but you know, it was all the people that I, I literally hated on, or not people, sites I hated on, like NerdWallet. They're VC-funded. They, they did a Super Bowl commercial. 
Like I felt like, how could I ever I remember be that nerd wallet? Like I should just hang in my hang up my hat and and quit. So anyway, so this is what it looked like uh, before I did the experiment. Now the experiment or my update was one day, um, but Ahrefs does like a snapshot every few days, so there'll be a few days difference between. Um, but this was it before we were rank eight, and then um, this is it after I implemented my wicked zombie hack. Uh, we the next day. Uh, we were rank four above Nerd Wallet, above the balance, like these massive, massive sites with teams probably in thousands of people. Meanwhile, literally no one is working on this in Money Matters. Um, <laughs> and if you look at all the numbers, all the like, you know, backlink numbers, domain numbers are all the same and kind of like flip back and forth. As you can see, the only difference is that we, we moved up four ranks in the super competitive SERP. Um, above some really big people. And so like the whole thing is um, the four ranks and the SERPs tripled traffic to the page. So the, the picture on the left um, is Search Console and on the right is Ahrefs. So you can go and like check yourself. The numbers pretty much flesh out to be the same. So this one change uh, tripled the article's traffic on the domain that I've ignored for essentially three years. Uh, this is... All I did, all I did was update uh, the title. I didn't go and like do anything with Grammarly or tweak whatever. Um, just change the title, um, and you know, it moved up four rankings. And so I was like, "All right, that's pretty interesting." But this must be like a rogue example of I don't know. Maybe I did create the best thing ever. You know, and Google has just been waiting for me to come back. You know, they're like, Andrew, please, anything, add a word to your title. We want to rank you. So, so I had to find um, another example. And so I found another one. It actually like, was not very difficult at all. Um, can I ask you something real quick? Did yeah. you, because uh, I want to know, okay, you all you did was change the meta title. Do you guys have uh-huh. like a date on your post that says like last updated or anything that would be additional signal to Google? We do. Um, and we I've run tests before where after, like what it would do is like after two weeks, it would just kind of like stick the date at two weeks old. Okay. Um, that, that has not made a difference for us. Um, and so what we actually wound up like staying with on our sites is if it's older, and I think now we do it about a month, or maybe it's like four months, we just hide the date. You just have like a little like a program or something you guys built that if it, if, if last update date greater than four months, hide it. Yeah. I forget the exact, maybe it's three or maybe it's like six, but in the theme, I just hide the date if it's old. Okay. Um, you know, and Google knows, like we send it to Google in, in the schema of the site, but right. you know, for the visitor, I don't want them to like, look and be like, this is a BS article. Um, cause it hasn't been updated for 2.5 years. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Yeah. But you're right. In the, in the code of the page, the schema of the page, it's gonna it's gonna have like a last update or something like that. That'll. So I'm. I, that's what I'm trying to get at. Is like, is it the that you up, actually updated it and like the last update date got refreshed, or is it because you actually changed something on the page? So th- I think that's a great question. Let's look at another example. I mean, I, I did this like yeah. to be a literal asshole and do like the least possible and be oh, like, yeah. look how great, you know. Um, 
But uh, it, like it actually plays out across competitive SERPs like every day. So I have another example. Um, I blurred out a lot of stuff because I didn't want to give away um, the SERP. And the reason is because uh, the top two sites are Lasso customers. Um, and, you know, I don't want to like uh, <laughs> have everyone like competing against them or whatever. I don't care personally, but they might. Um, all the sites in this SERP are super big. Uh, there's Food and Wine, Serious Eats, The Spruce, Good Housekeeping, The New York Times Wire Cutter is in there. And so we have these top two sites that have pretty low domain rating, uh, a pretty low you know URL rating, uh, and are certainly not winning the backlink game. The, the number two article that even has site links on it has eight links. Like it's pathetic. And this is a best search term. It's really high volume and it's for something that is very expensive, which is why Wirecutter and everyone's competing because mm-hmm. you don't need to sell many of these to make a lot of money. Um, so this is the SERP on uh, the 14th of November. And I went through and I checked every single site uh, to see when they were last updated. And this is how old the update is on every single one of these. So Mm. the second one is eight days old, 19. And then it kind of like goes off a cliff and we're measuring it in months in terms of freshness. And I thought that was really interesting uh, that New York Times, it's like almost three months old since they last updated. And after looking at this, you know, and, and this is maybe, you know, selection bias of the date that I was looking at. I was like, well, uh, food and wine is number three. What did the SERP look like 64 days ago when they just updated? Yeah. Um, mind you, Ahrefs snapshots aren't exactly the day, but, sure. but I went back. And uh, turns out food and wine, like uh. literally the day after they updated, they, they were number one. That's and super so, interesting. Yeah. And so the thing is, uh, and, and without giving the term out, this is not something that changes daily. And honestly, it takes uh, some time to release products here. Yeah. New products probably come out once a year for each of the companies here. But Google felt that at 64 days old, it was not nearly as valuable as the other two. Backlinks completely aside, uh, domain rating aside, food and wine is an 88 domain rating. The current number one uh, is 55, and, and the number two is 31. 31's you, lower than Gift Lab. Can you go go to the next line? Where Okay, so where was the DR31? Okay, it was at number six. Six. Okay, when when the food and I wine don't rem- was... I don't know. I didn't check all the dates like in every possible SERP permutation when they updated. No, the, I know. The I point just... being is they were probably older. right. You know, and so for something that's competitive, how fresh is a serious lever? Mm. I I wonder, I wonder too, just like having gone through like holiday shopping on a couple sites of mine, like I wonder as you get closer to the holidays, is Google paying attention more to that? Maybe I'm giving them too much credit, you know, like, but if, if you're ranking for a bunch of best terms, buyer's guides, you would want something that has most recently been updated with products, I would think. So I wonder if they like 
take that into account all year long or is it like specific times of the year? I don't know. I could just be overthinking it, but. So, and, and I, I think this will be really, really interesting. Another case study, but we're kind of running an experiment amongst ourselves. Um, I use this tool after you, you're like, Hey, Andrew, happy birthday. And, and you, you did a thing um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that we'll talk about. I used uh, index me now okay. to re index the page. Uh, and I, I made like a, a a token update, uh, and it was number two. Okay. Um, and so I don't know. And, and we've been going through Gift Lab, and I mean it's Christmas time while we're recording this now and updating right. things. Uh, and we're seeing like a really high correlation with that, but it's not the date. Um, I think that Google looks at it similar. Like I'm a developer, and so when I look at things like code and we're doing code reviews, it looks like this, where it's like one side is red and these are what's removed. The other side's green. And I imagine Google looks at like what was changed, how much was changed, just the changes. Um, And so this is an annoying example where I change just the title, but I think changing the content Mm -hmm. um, has... So like our kind of like quote unquote hack for Gift Lab is uh, Grammarly will tell you if you're inconsistent with your spacing, single space or double space between sentences, and they'll fix it for you. My wife and I are essentially like 80, so we double space after our sentences. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we've been yeah, going yeah. into Grammarly and setting it to single space. So like literally the whole thing, like there's just a lot of changes um, <laughs> to, to bring it into the, the current you know century. You're, you are so old. You do, still double space. I remember when we were kids, right? We were taught like double space after sentences when you're when you're typing out papers on the computer. That's funny. Still doing it. <laughs> you know the typewriter, and I guess I don't know. Maybe you're making a mistake at a white. I used to type things up when I was a kid on a typewriter. That's, it was a that's... digital one. It was a brother typewriter, but still, that's adorable. <laughs> so okay, so so you've tested this. You're seeing, I mean, across like, I like that you had two examples here. You had one that wasn't even related to your niche, right? With the food and wine example. And then your niche, which best Vanguard funds, right? Like that is not, that's that's kind of an evergreen one as well. Sure, Vanguard probably releases new funds, but that one's pretty, that one's pretty evergreen. I wouldn't imagine people are going in there and changing too much too often. And you saw the same thing. You jumped from, what was it, eight to number four? Yeah, on a high volume uh, and that's what, so the revenue that Listen Away Matters does generate, a lot is coming from that article. Yeah. I, uh, this actually reminds me of, of, a uh, same, same thing for us, for a client, real estate client, we cover all these markets, right? So like Georgia real estate market, and it's all these stats and figures and projections and, we saw that like every three months, you know, we'd go from on average, we had like 60, 70 of these articles. The average ranking would go from like three to five or six every three months. And so what we started doing every three months is we'd go through and update like five to 10 of the stats that really needed like to be current, right? Because if you're thinking about real estate market, housing prices change every month, rent prices change, all these different stats that like, is actually useful to the user to be as fresh as possible. We would go in and change those every three months. And then at the end of the year, we would do like a, a larger update and you would see it. Like 
across the board one week later <laughs> we're back up to like you know one to three spots on most of these terms that we were falling to five or six and so it just became like every three months you update it update those stats and boom some fresh content and you jump in the rankings and i mean you're talking about like not massive sweeping changes, just like this number updated. Maybe there's like a little grammar thing if you caught it. Right. Just kind of like keeping it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You you know, you said as of September 2022, uh, vacancy was whatever. Rent was whatever in this market. And then three months later, you're changing it to as of December 2022, rent is this amount. And so you just like literally a week later, just jumps right back up from those changes. So I have a thesis with what happened with Listen Money Matters, um, where when we were growing, I just, I thought you created a thing, you post it up and then you just own it. And we were, we were, I was going through every personal finance site, stealing all their terms. People weren't even really using AHRFs. This is like almost 10 years ago. Um, and like what fun things to do for free, free Amazon coupons, like I, like literally anything that could possibly earn money and rank. And we were just creating it. Um, and then Google kind of cut us off. And then as part of the audit, we were recategorizing things, refreshing things and, it, you know, removing stuff, adding three ones or combining content. We thought at the time it was the, uh, like percent of quality articles versus total articles. Like we just had a lot of like lean, bad stuff. So we want to kind of have a higher hit rate of like really great stuff. Okay. But perhaps the act of doing this, we were updating our things. And so it wasn't like we were gaining because of like combining articles or deleting them, but because we were just updating things, that's what we were gaining rankings and then personal finance is really competitive and you know when we looked away um we stopped updating and all the things that google deemed to be something necessary you know to be timely updated it just fell off yeah so my question is like why why aren't you going through listen money matters or maybe you are and like (laughs) updating every single article you possibly can i mean if you saw Literally a headline change, go from eight to four. I, I would be spending the next week like going through every single article on my site and doing something similar. Are you? <laughs> I, need, I need someone to join the team to do this. I, I don't have time to do this. Um, I wish I could do this. <laughs> you have a VA. I feel like you could do it. You want to talk you think about how I we could do, do it? it? I think not you personally, but I think, I think you could have, you have a VA, right? Why not have your VA? Like if you record a five minute Loom video, could you not have a VA like go and make similar, ch- like just to show them what you did. Here's what I did on this article. Here's my thought process behind it. Go do this for, you know, I would go to search console, pull my top 50 articles and just have them do the same thing. Why not? Hmm. Be so, super low lift. And what if I got a, a new VA just for this full time? Yeah. And all they did was go through and make small improvements. Yeah, you could. I would just test it one time with an existing VA if you have one, just versus like hiring, training them up, whatever. See how it works the first time around. Like it could have been, it could have been just one. 
I don't want to say one and done, but like sometimes it, it could doesn't have been work. a rogue thing. Yeah, I so think like, it'd be a good way to expand the experiment. You know, uh, my in my heart of hearts, I'd be like, a VA can't touch this. This is all gold. Yeah, and they're going to ruin it. Um, tell me, I'm being ridiculous. Uh, t- tell me. <laughs> You're, dude, I feel the same way about my main site. That is the only site I don't use a VA for currently. And y- the reality is you and I both have these mental blockers for no good reason. Like my VA handles my other sites just fine. I don't know why I don't put them on my, <laughs> my main site. It's literally just a silly mental block. We use this service or used this service. We then hire them full time. It's called uh, Get Magic. Or it's called Magic. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like getmagic.com. Yeah. And it's uh, VAs in the Philippines that are college educated, are um, fluent in English, and they're, they're really smart, actually. Um, like really bright. They're able to kind of go toe to toe like this. Uh, but it's essentially $600 a month um, for these people. And uh, I, think I, I think I can afford that experiment. Yeah, I mean, Listen Money Matters is still making some money, right? So it would be self-funded. Make make a five-minute Loom video. Uh, I think this is the fun of, of doing this podcast now, is like we can just talk about fun ideas <laughs> like that just come to mind. <laughs> see, did it work? <laughs> yeah, because like, why not? Why not just try to roll this out across the whole site if it, if it worked once? I mean, I have. we should do an episode on, I have some ideas for you, I think, that could improve LMM. You know, we talked about them offline, but I think it'd be fun to record an episode with like what I would do next to, to try to revive LMM. But this would be one How about this? Okay. Do you want to do another episode right after we hit end on this? And we'll do that. And I will literally implement all of your suggestions with a VA and we'll find out. This. Yes, we can do that. Some will require you, bringing in writers again so it won't just be a va that's all right I'll, I'll weigh it out we'll, okay. we'll kind of like look at the impact and we'll you know yeah let's do it done i hope now now I'm everyone's really on the excited. Cl- now everyone's on the cliffhanger of wanting to go to the next episode we've done our jobs ha 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 <laughs> and that was as as uh like awful whim as it could possibly be yeah exactly no that was it was just like let's do it why not uh, what else do we give anything else to sh- actually, you know what? I want to share one hmm. more cause yeah. we're just talking and good, good ideas come about. So this is my main site. I actually had this pulled up in the background. I forgot about it. So I did something similar in May of 2022. Uh, you know, I, I have Dude, this share sheet. It on the, uh, are you going to uh, share it? I can't share it cause it has the links and I'm not right, giving fine. that site Fair. out, but it, it, it's pretty just straightforward. Describe just, it to me. Yes. I'll. Maybe we'll take a screenshot and like put it in and it'll be blurred out. We'll okay. Make Alex right. hate cool. us. That works. All right. So this was back in May. May 24th was I tested five articles and my hypothesis was does adding images to posts without media except for the featured image. So all these articles, they just had the main featured image and that was the only image they had, right? I mean, there's a bunch of display ads which look like images, but those aren't images. And so your experiment was to go through and just like add images. Yeah, because everyone's you know everyone's like, oh, images matter so much for content sites, and like having unique images helps helps you rank better. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I believe that, but let, let's try it out. And, and I, for I've tried context, this, this is your biggest site that you're running it on. This is my main site, okay. and so. 
Uh, we added five images and some, okay. So some of them, I ended up adding a video instead of an image just made more sense. Uh, and basically, all right, I'll better read what happened. So the original rank on the first article 59 before I made any changes three weeks later, ranking number 10, the second one ranking 16 before I added any images, then ranking nine, three weeks later, third one wasn't even ranking. So not even in the top hundred went to number four, fourth one, not even ranking in the top hundred went to number eight. And then the last one not ranking and went to number 11. Dude, that, that seems like a smoking gun and you're like stacking two things cause you made it fresh and you yes. added like something engaging. Yeah. But here's the kicker and here's why SEO tests are just so hard to like come to conclusive things about. I think during that time I kicked up content production like crazy. Like we went from, I don't know, 10, 15 articles a month to like 30, 40 articles a month. And like we got into this zone where all of a sudden we publish an article and then a week or two later, it's already in the top 20, like literally one week later, it's in the top 20, sometimes even the first page. So like how much of it was me changing things and how much was it my site just becoming more and more favorable to Google where they just like, you know, you, you've seen it. You hit this inflection point where your site just like is in Google's good graces and you're just ranking for a lot of stuff really fast. You're, so this is right around that time. So it's hard to say, okay, is it, is it making those changes or did that just happen to coincide with my site doing better? You know, I, I suspect it's all of them. And like the, maybe we'll like chunk out this presentation I do. I did like in other episodes, but the, the magic is like when you stack a lot of these things, like, um, you know, it's, it's almost like including an image, I guess. Is that obvious? I don't know, but obviously updating it, adding an image. And imp- so you improved it. Like, right. um, yeah, I mean, I, de- I think it all helped. Like when we stopped publishing the podcast, even though we were still slightly working on the site, the site like took a nosedive because the content coming out just wasn't anywhere near as much. Right. And you probably, by putting the podcast out, you get more direct traffic, which, you know, does Google pay attention to that? Are more people searching for listen money matters when you're producing the podcast versus don't? And so those things help too, right? I imagine. Yeah. 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 I remember and this is a while ago. You know who Neil Patel is? That yeah, weird internet. Neil Patel is. Yeah, okay. Didn't he create the internet? I think he created the internet. <laughs> I th- yeah, him, him and Al Gore have been fighting about who created the internet. Uh, so he, he did this experiment. This was like years ago, like when I first got in, into like SEO and internet marketing. Uh, he, he had all these Instagram models pose with a sign that says, who is Neil Patel? And so the idea was these people have a ton of influence and when all these random people who don't know Neil Patel, they're going to go search on Google, like who is Neil Patel or search for Neil Patel. And I think he just saw that he, he did this and his, his organic rankings like improved across the board because now a bunch of people were searching for his name brand and his site like just got more favorable because Google seeing, okay, this is an, this is a brand people are searching for it. It's more trustworthy. Oh that was his God, hypothesis. That's brilliant. He's everyone hates on Neil, but he's had some like really out of the box, interesting experiments over the years. He's always been trying to like game it. 
Yes, and like, always. hey, this is how you game it. And so yeah. if you could like figure that out and then explain why it happened, even right. if you're not going to be like him, right. I still think there's a lot of like to take away. Yeah. And you can do it in like a less ridiculous manner than finding a bunch of Instagram models to like, you know, post your brand. But it, it That's tells a pretty you good that. idea, though. It, it is a good it's a really fast <laughs> way to test the hypothesis. Right. And like you just know a bunch of people are going to going to see it and go search for it. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, should I do that? What is getlasso.co? <laughs> what is Lasso WordPress plugin? <laughs> yeah, cute keyword stuff it so everyone's searching with your specific keywords. Um All right, cool. So, should we should we wrap this one up? I think summary yeah. was you and I have both tested freshness across different sites, different platforms. Uh, and at the very least, it's worth people testing it out on their own site to see w- what it does. Cause we've both seen it be pretty damn effective. I'm convinced. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Let's, uh, let's wrap it here. So as always, if you missed anything, we will have everything in the description below and you can always go get the full show notes at seekingprofitshow.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the thumbs up if you're on YouTube or if you're uh, listening to on your favorite podcast app. Subscribe so you make sure you never miss a future episode. And if you guys want us to discuss something in particular, you'll find me on Twitter at Emil Shore, E-M-I-L-S-H-O-U-R. And Andy, what's your what's your Twitter, Andrew? It's uh, Andy Feeb, A-N-D-Y-F-I-E-B. See, I said Andy because I knew your Twitter was, was Andy in it. Uh, and then we also have a bunch of tools and resources at seekingprofitshow.com slash toolbox. All right, Andrew, I'll see you later, man. Later, man. We're seeking profit. We're we seeking profit. We're seeking, we're seeking, we're seeking, we're seeking, we're seeking profit. We're seeking, seeking, we're seeking, seeking, we're seeking profit.